We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another, the third installment of today's Irish Breakdown podcast, show number two for both of us. But our first one together today, and Vince, the college football playoff rankings came out today, and lo and behold, there was some stuff I liked, some stuff I didn't like, but definitely a lot to talk about in tonight's show, and that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to kind of talk about just some overall yeah. Thoughts that we had from the rankings. We'll go over the rankings with things we like, things we didn't like, overall impressions, and then what it means for Notre Dame. Because based on what they did here, I'm going to make a case that Notre Dame should have been in the top 25 based on how the top 25 went. And I'll state my case uh, here in a little bit. Not that it matters a whole lot. I mean, there's no way Notre Dame's going to the playoff, right? No way. Zero. Zero. But I found it interesting that some of the rankings they did have. So, you know, let's just begin, Vince, by going over the top 25. We're going to go 25 to 1 like they do. So you had Central Florida number 25 at 6 and 2. 5 and 3, Texas at 24. 23 was Oregon State, who was 6 and 2. 22, you have three straight ACC teams, NC State at, in, at 22. Wake Forest at 21. Syracuse at 20, all 6 and 2. 7 and 1, Tulane is at number 19. Oklahoma State at 6 and 2 is at number 18. Seven and one North Carolina is 17. Illinois at seven and one is at 16. Six and two Penn State is sitting there at number 15 with zero wins over top 25 teams. That's right. Utah is next at number 14. Kansas State at number 13. All three of those teams are six and two. Seven and one UCLA is at number 12. You've got Ole Miss at, I think I might have got Ole Miss's record wrong. Let me just check here. Nope, they're eight and one. They haven't had their bye week yet. Ole Miss is 8-1 and one at number 11, also a grand total of zero wins over top 25 teams. LSU at 6-2 and two is number 10. USC is at number 9 at 7-1. and one. Oregon's at number 8 at 7-1. and one. TC was number 7 at 8-0 and oh, with two wins over top 25 teams. Alabama sitting there at 6-1-1 one one against top 25 teams, including a one-point win over Texas. Michigan number five at eight and zero. All the rest of the teams are eight and zero. Michigan at number five, Clemson at four, Georgia at three, Ohio State at two, and Tennessee at one. Vince, that is your ranking right now. <laughs> if the college football playoff were to start based off these rankings, 
you'd have Tennessee against Clemson in the first round and Ohio State against Georgia or in the first in the one semifinal and then you yeah. have Ohio State Georgia in the second semifinal. I think both of those would be very entertaining yeah. games. A really good defense against a really good offense. I think Tennessee would probably beat Clemson soundly. It's a bad matchup for Clemson too. just because of their secondary issues. Right. Yep. Yep. The Ohio State Georgia game would be mm-hmm. a really good offense against a really great—I mean, really great offense against a really great defense would be certainly entertaining. But let's dive into these these rankings, Vince, and I, I just want to kind of just some overall thoughts from it. Sure. Number one is what the ranking showed me for the most part is number one: the SEC continues to be overhyped, no matter what happens in the non-conference. Always. And number two, the uh, committee cares seems to care more about who you lost to than it does about who you beat. That is evident, and and we'll kind of lay that out as the show goes on. But, you know, Penn State being at 15, despite two losses to number – now, they lost to number two and number five. Both were by by double digits, and they have zero wins over top 25 teams. You know, that's an example of it. Ole Miss sitting there – I don't know what the reasoning is for Ole Miss at 11. We'll get to that one here in a little bit. (laughs) But you kind of go down the the list, you've got – I mean, look, Tulane has more top 25 wins than Ole Miss does. And then you've got the ACC stretch of Syracuse, Wake Forest, and NC State all have a, are combined 0-4 against top 25 teams, but they all lost to Clemson. So I guess that's why they're there. Oregon State's sitting there at 23. They're at 6-2, zero wins over ranked teams, but they've got two losses to top 15 teams. Texas is there at 5-3, and three, also zero wins over top 25 teams. And, and but they've got two losses to top twenty teams. So there's so much of this that you look at. And you say like Kansas State at thirteen, they're they're one and two against top twenty five teams. There right. just was a lot, you know. But Utah behind one spot behind them with an identical record is two and one against ranked teams. So there was just really a lot of uh, head scratching stuff in these rankings, and, Vince. But it just showed to me that they care more about who you lost to than they care about who you beat. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Well, and I, and I also want to point out when you talk about, you know, records versus ranked teams, you're talking about the rankings that came out today, not that they were ranked at the time. It's Correct. the rankings that came out today. So, for example, you know, we've been talking about Notre Dame being three and one against ranked teams. That number obviously falls to two and one because BYU is no longer. I've ranked. never said that. Oh, I've I'm never just said three and one. I'm, yeah. I'm giving they were ranked at the time that they played sure. them. You know what sure. I mean? It's, and that's all we had to go off of right. because we didn't have these rankings. Right. right. So I just wanted to clarify in case anybody was wondering, that's how we're, you know, that's how you're going off of the records versus ranked teams. It's the rankings that they came out with, which is even right. more perplexing if you ask me when it comes down to some of this stuff. But um, it, yeah, there, there's just, look, if you want to take the, the micro view and say, Hey, did they get the top four? Right. Right. And, and that, ultimately is what matters at the end then I feel like they got the top four right at the moment but there's so many other things that go along with that because we're talking about the first rankings to come out the top 25 is important because that is going to influence who those top four are moving forward right and so do I feel like a snapshot on November 1st did they get the top four right I think they did to be honest with you it's the rest of them that are a little head scratching moving forward yeah, there's and, – and some of it is you can't even really explain away like, oh, they did this to help some team that, that they want to push because even there these rankings don't make a lot of sense. Right. Let's let's go through with some of the things, Vince, first that we liked about the rankings and because we're going to have plenty to say about the stuff we didn't like, but some of the things we liked. First of all, the committee was absolutely correct in putting Clemson ahead of Michigan. And, and and I will hear zero arguments that will that will defend Michigan being in there. And this has zero to do with me not liking Michigan. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that Michigan is one and zero against ranked teams. That's it. Clemson is three and zero. And and so you look at Clemson. They beat number twenty Syracuse. They beat number twenty Wake Forest on the road. They also beat number twenty two NC State. Now, none of those wins were impressive wins, but that's three ranked wins. Michigan's second best win is what? Maryland at home in a game they won by a touchdown. Right. So I'm just, I, I, I'm, I don't get the Michigan infatuation. I thought TCU should have also been ahead of Michigan based on the, the, the committee's criteria, TCU being 2 and 0 against ranked teams. But Clemson being at number four was one I liked. I thought it was a little bit gutsy to put the defending champs at three. If I was doing like my top 25 AP style, I have Georgia one. You know my stance on this, Vince. AP style, meaning just, you know, like an old school top 25 rankings, then I have Georgia number one. But if I'm looking at it from the Cotswold Playoff Committee standard, I am I'm, think it's perfectly normal to have Georgia sitting there at number three. I think you could make a case that they could be at best number two simply because they have a better win than Ohio State. Right. I agree they're, with that. Their 49-3 win against number eight, Oregon is far more impressive than Ohio State's 13-point win over number 15 Penn State, a team they were losing to in the second half. So, but I also think that that Georgia's also had a lot more kind of sloppy wins. You know, didn't sure. look good against Kent State, didn't look good against Missouri. I mean, really got outplayed by Missouri. The comparable game for that for Ohio State is the loss to Notre Dame, who is a a much better football team than Missouri. Right. So a lot of these teams have not really played a lot of great schedule so far but yeah. i'm comfortable with georgia being at number three ohio state because that one win might be better but i think overall i just think ohio state's been a more impressive football team right. so far for me agreed agreed yeah and, absolutely and, and, yeah so th that's something i like i thought Tulane being at 19 was was absolutely right 
you know, I mean, you look at Tulane, and, and I understand it's Tulane, right? And and then you look at their losses. Man, that loss of Southern Miss is really bad. But they did beat Kansas State, who I think is a good football team. They beat Houston on the road. They beat Memphis by double digits. And then they also had a really nice win over an East Carolina team, Vince, that's kind of sneakily had a good season. They're 6-3 and three right now. They've won three straight games, including a win over UCF, which, again, I have no clue how UCF is in the top Yeah. Five. That's UCF loss at home. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The things we don't like, (laughs) Uh, but I really like them having uh, Tulane in the top in the top twenty. I thought nineteen was a good place for them. I thought you could have made a case that they should have been over Oklahoma State at eighteen. Oklahoma State six and two lost forty eight to nothing to Kansas State. Tulane is seven and one and beat Kansas State at Kansas State. Yeah. So I I thought that I thought um, they showed a a, a good level of respect for the Pac twelve. At least the top, I thought, you know, you have you have uh, T- Oregon in the top 10, USC in the top 10, UCLA is a 12. I'd say that's a little low, but they have them in there. You have Utah yeah. in the top 15 at number 14, and then you also had Oregon State. So I thought they did show a decent amount of respect to the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is having a good year. I mean, they really are. They, they even They're some kind of top-heavy, which is a little scary. Yeah. I mean, well, it's – I'm, I'm going to somewhat disagree with that, Vince, because you got Washington State goes on the road and beats Wisconsin – you know, Arizona's got some quality non-conference wins. Well, look, it's a middle-of-the-road Pac-12 team against a middle-of-the-road Big Ten team, and the middle-of-the-road okay. Pac-12 team went on the road and beat them. And won. Okay. You know, got Washington smashed uh, Washington smashed Michigan State in a head-to-head battle. I mean, so that, there's a lot of good wins for the Pac-12 over good conferences. So I, I, I like the Pac-12. I think there's – I mean, Washington's not in there. Uh, they've been ranked at some point in time this year. Washington State wasn't on there, despite their really tough schedule. They, I mean, they shouldn't have been. I think Washington flat out should have been in there over UCF, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But those are so North Carolina being at seventeen it was an interesting one. I, I thought that was fine. I was comfortable with that. You, you Illinois being at sixteen because neither one of them have really played anybody, but they're seven and one and they're Power Five teams and all that. Right. But uh, those are some of the things I I liked from. The, the rankings, Vince, what were some things that you went through here and, and like, well, like that? I said, I, I was happy with the top four. I think they got the top four, right. And I will throw my shade at Michigan at this point that they're the, the bridesmaid and the first one out. I do like that. Uh, but I think it's right. They should I mean, have been. Everything that you said is absolutely accurate. It just also makes me happy as well. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. Um, I, let's see. What else did I like? <sighs> I actually did not mind. I mean, I I know the numbers tell you that Ole Miss should not be at 11. I like the way they play. A couple of the games that I've watched for Ole Miss, I, I like watching Ole Miss. Which I games did you watch? Decent. I can't even remember at this point. They all run together. It definitely just, wasn't Vanderbilt or Auburn or LSU. <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't LSU. Yeah. They, it definitely look, they laid an egg against LSU, and that right. bothers me. But I saw that degree. coming, though, Vince. I mean, I picked yeah. LSU to win because their, their defense is garbage. Yeah, Ole Miss's defense is garbage. So anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm you're fine. I, I, I like. I don't mind Ole Miss where they are. I, I. So I don't. I actually don't mind that. I thought. Well, we're talking about the things that we like. Uh, let's see here. As I'm working my what, way down. The what list. other than you enjoy watching? Basically, I wrote down play. all the things I didn't yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, there's a lot of that. Other than <laughs> other than, and, and I'm not gonna set. I'm not gonna answer this question. I'm not gonna debate this question with you because I want you to be able to answer it. Yeah. Uh, but. What about Ole Miss do you like besides just enjoying watching them play? Like you know, I mean, I, mean, I, I like their offense. I think their offense can beat teams on you know any regular. They can beat a team any day. 
right? I think their offense is good enough to beat teams. The problem is, like you said, is their defense, and I get that, and we're talking about team rankings, not offensive rankings. Right. But in, in college football, I would much rather have a dominant offense than, you know, if I had to pick one, I want a dominant offense because you need to score sure. points. So that's why I don't have a problem with where they're at. I have trouble finding other teams that are going to be ahead of them. Um, but well, I could. <laughs> I mean, sure well, here, here, like, here, here's my question: Why shouldn't why shouldn't UCLA be ahead of them? Well, I that like you said we were talking about things that we liked, right? I have right, right. here UCLA. Well, you, no, I'm higher, just I'm simply so. responding to what you said. Yeah. Of, I can't find anyone that should be higher. Oh, than that. I see what you're saying. I see what yeah, you're saying. That's that's yeah. what I was asking because I like UCLA. I think. I think they kind of got shafted in these rankings, if I'm being yes. honest. I think them being yes. where they are at 12 is way too low. I think they're a top 10 team. I, I think they're yeah, a top Yeah, 10 I team. mean, because their only loss is to arguably the hottest team in college football, not named Tennessee. Sure. I mean, or, Oregon's red hot. I mean, they are. Right. I mean, they're not just beating people. They're smacking people. And they got Oregon you know, four spots ahead right. of them. Well, right. and, so. and talk about, yeah, and you talk about UCLA. UCLA has a convincing 10-point win over the number 14 team in the country in Utah. All right. So I, I, yes. I, well, let's, let's talk about the things that we don't like Vince, because <laughs> that's going to be a lot more of our show because I, I thought there was a lot of people say sec bias. There was definitely sec bias. And here's my issue. They use this strength of record thing and it's so geared towards pro sec because there's, it, it's, it's just such a arbitrary standard. Like the committee has always talked about how, you know, we're going to look at what we see. We're going to look at resume, how teams play. The strength of record essentially is how would other teams, you know, how would you do against other teams do against your schedule, right? Which is mm-hmm. such an arbitrary way of looking at it. Like, how could you possibly know? How could you possibly know how other teams are going to do against against this per- particular thing? It's it's really an absurd thing. You know, it, it's it's an attempt to not look at. It's an attempt to basically get away from strength of schedule because there's so many good teams now that are scheduling garbage in the non-conference that sure. they have to use strength of record over strength of schedule because, for example, you look at the top four teams, here's the strength of schedule of the top four teams. Tennessee's 19th. It's good. Ohio State 52nd, Georgia 75th, and Clemson 72nd. Now, I still don't have, don't have a clue how Clemson's strength of schedule is 72nd when they've played three top 25 teams and Florida State, who's 6-3. and three. I have no clue how they're 70, 72nd. So I, I guess I somewhat understand that. But a lot of this stuff, like Michigan's a 79th, how are you going to rank? Because the problem with so much of the strength of record and strength of schedule stuff is perception. Right. It's perception of this conference relative to that conference. Absolutely. And and that's that's a, a big part of the thing. Like, for example, Pitt is a middle-of-the-road ACC team. At best, they're the sixth-best team in the ACC. At best. They sure. took Tennessee to overtime. They took the number-one best team in the SEC to overtime. North Carolina just destroyed Pitt this past weekend in the fourth quarter. Yes, they right. Did. I mean, so you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, let's look at how these teams have performed out of conference. I mean, you know, or Pac-12, Oregon goes on the road, gets demolished by an SEC team, right? I mean, you know, Alabama goes on the road, plays Texas, barely wins, and a big reason they won is because Texas' starting quarterback got knocked out of the game in like what early second quarter. Yeah, it was early. So, but the, the perception is, oh well, you know, this league is better. I mean, LSU sitting there at ten. They who was their only good non-conference opponent? Florida State. Florida State controlled that game from beginning to end, right? And Florida State is at best the fifth best team in the ACC. So, uh, the the bet uh, the bet was it the 
third, fourth best team in the or in the uh, SEC, who's a top ten team, play on based on a, a it's a neutral field, but it's as neutral of a field as, as it was for Georgia against Oregon, and that at best fifth best team in the ACC beat them, right? Middle of the road at best sixth or seventh best team in the ACC again at best I say I would say Duke is better than Pitt, so I would I would say they're at best seventh in my opinion Pitt. They take the number one SEC team in the country to overtime. So explain to me why the SEC is the number one ranked team. I mean, did you watch what Appalachian State did to to Texas A&M, who was a play away from beating Bama? Right now we're getting a little bit of transitive property here, but that's what this is supposed to be about. So sure, the, the SEC love, which you expect, it was irrational this year, in my opinion. Like so far. It yeah, was downright irrational so far this year. It, it really didn't make a lot of sense, Vince. And – um, I, I'm I'm comfortable with Alabama being a six to a degree. I'm, I, I can live with it. But here's my thing: I I'd have TCU you know what I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I was gonna try to be nice and not be total anti SEC today, but no, I can't. I can't because here's my thing: Alabama's played one Big Twelve team, right? They went on the road and played Texas, right. and honestly, should have lost that game. And, and the only reason Texas is in the top 25 is to give Bama a win over top 25 team. That's the only reason Texas is in the top 25, right? But yep. then you look at Texas. Okay, they lost at Oklahoma State by a touchdown. They lost at Texas Tech. You know, they they beat Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma. They haven't played TCU yet. So Alabama's 1-0 against that league, a, a, a middle, you know, kind of the fourth or fifth best team in the Big 12. Right. They barely won, and TCU is – undefeated obviously in, in that quality league so and and they haven't lost a game yet so i i didn't like that i i, I thought T, yes i was going to try to be nice and oh yeah. you know, alabama but you look at the resume what about alabama should should be there now right, right. there's nothing exactly. about alabama's resume that should have them six other than reputation they beat Correct. utah state who's no good they barely beat texas their other wins are over louisiana monroe vanderbilt arkansas who's not very good they beat a Mississippi State team at home who's okay. They beat Texas, they barely beat Texas AM. You know, they talk about like game control and you know, this team wasn't overly impressive. Well, what was impressive about Alabama's win over Texas AM? And then they got beat by Tennessee. So uh yeah, I'd have to say TCU should be ahead of Alabama. Yep, that's what I had. I mean, I had I had TCU six and Alabama seven uh in yeah. my in my rankings, you know, that matter to me only. Um, but yeah, I I because a lot of things I think are going to play themselves out, right? I mean, Alabama is going to – they're going to play an LSU who is apparently a top-10 team, right? And so, yes. you know, they're they're going to have – if they can beat LSU, they'll have that on their resume as a yeah. top-10 win. Which is another reason I think LSU was I, put at 10. Yeah. I oh, think absolutely. the only reason to put LSU at 10 was to give Good Alabama a chance at a big win. That's it. Good call. Because you and I have talked okay. about this a bunch, right? They, they position teams to make other teams look better, to, to – right prop up where they put certain teams, right? And that's why you made the argument that Notre Dame might be in the top 25 because it would prop up the teams that they're going to play and teams that they have already played, right? right? Ohio State, Clemson, et cetera, right? A USC. And I get that argument 100% because that is what this committee has done in the past. They have done a good job of getting the top four right. I really believe that. that. But, but that right there with the LSU the is overdoing it. Yes, I agree. LSU, because let's look at LSU's resume. Okay, their strength of record is 16th. 
Their strength of schedule is 29th, and their game control is 42nd. The only team in the top 25 with a worse game control than than LSU is Central Florida. And I'll and I'll put mm-hmm. to, give it to their LSU is closer to Central Florida than they are to the next team ahead of them in game control. They're one and one against top 25 teams. They had a, a, a good win over Ole Miss. Again, I think Ole Miss is overhyped. I don't think Ole Miss has any business being at 11. They have not really beaten anybody any good. The only other decent team they played this year was Kentucky, and Kentucky also honestly should have beat them. I mean, Kentucky choked that game away at the end. They struggled to beat a, a mediocre Vanderbilt team. They struggled to beat a, a, a Auburn team that just fired their coach. And then they went out and got blasted, blasted by LSU, who lost yeah, to did. Florida State, by the way. Yeah. And then you also look at LSU, who got absolutely annihilated at home by Tennessee. So what about LSU should make us think that they're a top 10 team? Is it their loss to Florida State, their win over Mississippi State, who's ranked, their win over New Mexico, their four-point win over Auburn, a team they were losing 17 to nothing at one point in time, who, again, just fired their coach. So, I mean, are you really going to tell me a a, a 10-point win at Florida? I mean, the win over Florida was a quality win, but Florida's 4-4, and not in the top 25. Right. That's not a very good football team. It was – it felt like – if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that LSU was going to beat Florida at Florida, I was like, wow, that's a really good win. It hasn't really shaken out that way, right? Just like a win over Notre Dame, if for some people would say, wow, that's a really good win. And maybe now they're saying, well, that, you know, maybe that's not the best win at the moment. But you know the, what I mean? The difference is, is that Florida has one decent win over Utah, good win over Utah. Notre Dame's got two top 25 wins. That's so, true. I mean, it, the, yeah, no. And Notre Dame has a better record than Florida. Yes, they do. Right? I yes, mean, that, that's the other part of it. So, like being Florida at the swamp is what I thought would have been a big win at the beginning would have been going into the season. Right. But they're not, it's not now. It's not that big of a win anymore. They're a 500 football team. Right. Having LSU there at 10 was ridiculous. And they, and again, they UCLA LSU at six and two was ahead of one, two, three, four, five teams that were seven and one or better. Now, one of them, I understand Ole Miss, because I actually think you can make a case that six and two uh, LSU should be ranked higher than set eight and one Ole Miss because, as I said, Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody. Sure, right? I mean, they've beat up on a schedule that I think a lot of teams could could have that control. Like and they, they have Ole Miss, they, they have Ole Miss ranked too. ninth, Vince, in strength of record. Explain yeah. that to me. Explain to me how you can make a case that Ole Miss should be that high in strength of record. You're telling me there's only eight teams in the country that could have been eight and one right now against Troy, Central Arkansas. Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn, and Texas A&M. I mean, App State beat Texas A&M more convincingly at Texas A&M than Ole Miss did. It, you know, I mean, so. And yet it, LSU is 16th in that ranking, and they're ahead of Ole Miss, so. Right. You know what I so mean? Like, it, it, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The strength of record is arbitrary, and it's very pro-SEC. I mean, if you look at the strength oh, of record, yeah. you've got, see, one, two, Three, four, five. Let's go to you got five SEC teams in the top twenty, and I and I'm sure there's more, but I don't have I don't have those uh those. Let me let me see if I can find this this uh, strength of record thing here, real quick. Yes, yeah, so let's go to strength of record, and so you've got here. This is going to be easy to do. If you get look at the SEC, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
SEC teams in the top 30 of game control based on what? Like, what, what are you basing this off of? What they do against each other? Because they none of those teams were necessarily okay. sexy out of conference. So outside of Georgia, I mean, Georgia's the only SEC team to me can say, hey, we have a great out-of-conference win. What's Tennessee's great out-of-conference win? An overtime win over Pitt? I mean, do, do we do we need to go over Pitt's resume? I mean, do we need to go over Pitt's 4-4 four and four resume? Uh, that includes losses to Georgia Tech at home, right? Georgia Tech had a more convincing win over Tennessee or over Pitt than Tennessee did. Right, they also lost at Louisville by two touchdowns and at North Carolina by 18 points. So, you know, again, what what's impressive about that? What's Alabama's big road win? A one point road win over number five and three Texas in a game where Texas was leading until their starting quarterback got knocked out of the game. Right? I mean, outside of Georgia, none of those teams have any have good out of conference wins. I mean, Ole Miss's best out of conference win was what Georgia Tech. They're they're terrible. So. I just, it's one of those things, Vince, where I look at it and I say, boy, this is just uh, the SEC homerism here is is really, is really interesting. It's very interesting. What are some other things you did not like about this? Because there's several things I didn't like about this. Vince. <laughs> All right. Let's see. As I go through here, I think that. You want to just go bottom up? Yeah, I mean, why don't we do that? Because we, we start at the bottom. UCF doesn't belong in the rankings, period. Not UCF and Texas, neither one. Correct. So here's let, let me, even let me, played a top let, let me give you a little, let, let me give you a little stat, Vince. Let me give you a little stat. Let me give you a little stat here. Okay. Notre mm-hmm. Dame has as many wins over current top 25 teams in this ranking as let me let me let me put it here. Michigan and LSU combined. But if you want to look at it this way, they have more they have more wins over top 25 teams than LSU, Ole Miss, Penn State, Illinois, North Carolina, Syracuse, Wake Forest, NC State, Oregon, State, Texas, and UCF combined. Combined. One. There's the one. It's the LSU win over Ole Miss. the LSU win, yeah. So how is five and three Texas? Because, again, they're going to say, well, you lost to Marshall and Stanford. Very fair point. Fair. Then what you're telling me is you care more about who you lost to then who you beat. Right. Because Texas has zero wins over top 25 teams. They have two losses to top 25 teams. Notre Dame has right. one loss to a top 25 team. You look at UCF, six and two. UCF has zero wins and zero losses against top 25 teams because they have yet to play a team in the ranked in the right. top 25. And they have two you know? losses. I mean, yes. Like- and, and, and who are their losses to, Vince? They lost at home to Louisville who is a right. middle of the road ACC team that At is currently best. five yeah. and three. Yeah. And, and they also have a loss to Boston college on their resume, mind you, and a blowout loss to, to, uh, to Syracuse. They also lost Vince 34 to 31 at East Carolina. Who's a, again, nice six and three football team. Just That's coming great. off of a win over BYU, but they're not so a lost top by 21, yeah. but you lost by 21 right. to that team. So uh, that that they shouldn't be there. Oregon right. State's another one at six and two. That I I didn't like. Why is Oregon State in there? Because they have two losses to good teams. That Oregon State is in there to help Utah and USC's resume. That's it. Yeah. Because they've both. That's who their two losses are to. Right. Oregon's Oregon State's beat. Here's their wins: Boise State, Fresno State, Montana State, Stanford, Washington State, Colorado. That's who they've beaten this year. Yikes. So uh, they're in there because of the losses. Uh, right. I, I'm, 
I guess I'm okay with NC State being in there, I guess. Because after that, I mean, Wake Forest, okay. NC State better win out. I mean, yes, they lost to Syracuse. They lost to Clemson. Syracuse is having a pretty good year. Obviously, Clemson is Clemson. NC State better win out if they're a top yeah. twenty-five team. They right have a now. one point win over uh, a one point win over East Carolina, who's again, as I said, quality team. Syracuse at twenty. You know, again, some of these teams like you're there because who else are you going to put there, right? right? Like you could say, well, like let's let's look at who else in in the co- country's sitting there at six and two right now that could potentially be in in this conversation, right? right? So right. you have six and two Cincinnati who I would not put in there. So there's no other AAC team that I would put in there. Cincinnati's uh, just lost to UCF this past weekend at UCF. They also lost to Arkansas. Their best win is over, what, Indiana, SMU. That's it. They don't belong in there. You look at the ACC. I mean, honestly, you could make a case that 5-3 and three Florida State has a better resume than Texas. Absolutely. I mean, think about this. You know, Florida State's 5-3. and three. They have a loss at Wake. All three of their losses are to teams currently in the top 25. Right. They beat Louisville, who beat UCF. They beat number 10 uh, LSU as well. So why is why are they not in there? They also blew out Georgia Tech, who Ole Miss also blew out. So, you know, I mean, Florida State to me has a better resume and a better case than Texas. And, and, you know, so, I mean, I think the only thing you could maybe say is because Texas lost a game without their starting quarterback, you know, whatever, you, you can maybe say that. I don't I don't really buy that. It was Texas Tech. Yeah. All right. So who else should be potentially in there? You know, Duke at five and three doesn't really belong in there. So I'm not making that case right now. I mean, Baylor at five and three, you know, you talk about their resume, you know, uh, I'm not buying it. They have a loss to BYU. You know, so this is the challenge that you have, Vince, is, you know, Kansas. I, I mean, I'd even consider Kansas over I was going to say, Kansas because, has a better argument than some of these other teams. Yes, because they did lose games because they lost their start. They didn't have their starting quarterback. Right. Maryland, Maryland's 6-2. and two, And honestly, Maryland's resume to me is better than some of these other teams. You know, they don't have any wins over top 25 teams, but they had a very competitive road loss to Michigan. And they had a two-point home loss to a Purdue team who's 5-3. and How is that any less impressive than central florida right you know i mean so you there's just you, you look at some of these maryland six and two purdue at five and three could have made a case over some of these teams you look at uh, utsa is six and two i mean utsa had lost by two points to houston and they lost at texas they have a better resume than central florida mm-hmm I mean, there's a lot of teams sh- out there with a better resume right, than central right. florida and it's Liberty not even that hard to find here's another one why is Liberty a seven and one seven and one not in there? Liberty's only loss is a one point road loss to Wake Forest. Liberty also went on the road and beat Southern Miss, who has a win over Tulane, who was ranked in the top twenty five. Liberty also just blasted BYU this past weekend. So again, if if we're gonna get a a, a team like that, why isn't Liberty in there over over Central Florida? Right, they absolutely exactly. should be in there over Central Florida. So I, you know, that's a that's another one. Southern Miss is a, a five and three team. That's a that's a quality win there for them. I'm looking at it now. I mean, Boise State at six to two. They don't belong in there. You then you look at like Washington. Here's another one. Why why isn't Washington in over Central Florida? Right. Washington six and two. Their losses Washington's are at UCLA, Texas. Right, right. They're, they wave one at you. Uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, their loss to Arizona State was bad. They lost by a touchdown at Arizona State, but their other loss was an eight-point loss at UCLA, and it wasn't convincing. They got outplayed. 
They beat Michigan State. They blew out Sanford. They blew up, beat Arizona convincingly, beat Cal. I mean, that's that's no worse resume than what UCF has a six and two. Sure. I mean, it, it's it, it it's really not. It, it's really not any worse. So that's a team that I would have had in there over them. So and then you go to the SEC. I mean, honestly, Kentucky at five and three has a better Kentucky and South Carolina at five and three, Arizona State at five and three, Mississippi State at five and three, all deserve to be in there over Central Florida. All of them. And that's someone who began the show talking about how there's too much SEC hype. A six and two AAC team has not even played a game against the teams you have in your top 25 should not be in there because you want to talk about strength of record. I mean, here, here, here let's compare UCF strength of record, strength of schedule and game control to Notre Dame's They're They have a one game advantage on Notre Dame record wise. UCF's strength of record is 40th. Notre Dame is 38. UCF is 103rd strength of schedule. Notre Dame is 11. UCF is 44th in game control. Notre Dame is 22nd in game control and Notre Dame has two wins they're two and one over top 25 teams in the top 25. There are only one, two, three, four. There are only four teams in the top 25 that have two wins over top tw- other top 25 teams. Tennessee's two and oh. They beat LSU and they beat Alabama. Clemson's three and oh with wins over Syracuse, Wake, and NC State. TCU is two and oh. At, they have wins over Kansas State and Oklahoma State. And then Utah's two and one with wins over USC and Utah, Oregon State, and a loss to UCLA. And then there's Notre Dame at two and one, right? So yeah. Yeah. the the point is is like so so why again? Or so, is a six and two AAC team that has not played a, a top twenty five team all year in there? That it doesn't make sense. I mean, again, yeah. UCF lost their only game against an AAC ACC team. Notre Dame has two wins over ranked ACC teams right now. So it, it, some of this stuff is just. Um, some of this stuff is really, really shady. Penn State at, at six and two, at fifteen is too high. Again, oh, it's way they haven't beat high. anybody. Like, okay, Oklahoma State just got blown out. I get it, forty-eight nothing. Are, are we are we really now doing that? Are we now scoreboard watching? Or is that what we're doing now? Because if we're going to look at resume, Oklahoma State has a, a a more impressive resume than Penn State. They actually have a win over a top twenty-five team. Right. They beat Texas more convincingly than Alabama did. So facts are facts. There's a lot of stuff, Vince. It's a that's a some really weird stuff. And, and my comments about Notre Dame are not necessarily to argue that they should be in the top 25. It's really kind of irrelevant, but at right. least you want to get it right. I mean, honestly, I'd probably put Maryland in there over UCF. I'd you know, Mississippi State's an interesting team. You know, they're five and three, but if you look at their schedule, man, goodness gracious. They've they've beat Memphis by 26. They beat they went on the road beat Arizona. Their losses are at LSU, at Kentucky, at Alabama. They have a home win over Texas A&M and a far more impressive win than Alabama had over A&M. They blew out Arkansas at home 40 to 17. They blew out Bowling Green and the the game control of that game was more impressive than the game against Bowling Green. Vince, you and I listened to the Bowling Green UCLA game on our yeah. way to Ohio State, and Bowling Green was winning for almost yeah. the, the entire first quarter, almost the entire yeah. first half. And and then Mississippi State also lost at LSU. So if you're going to tell me you care about what those who they lost to, you should. Ma- I can make a case for Mississippi State. The only reason you wouldn't put Mississippi State in there is recency bias because they've lost their last two. But they always say we don't look at what happened most recently. The committee right. always says look we at look the whole at the thing. entirety of the resume. 
And that's how you could justify putting Bama in after they lost the last game of their season in 2017. Right. Because that is the entirety of the resume. So six and two UCF is, is bad. Texas at five and three is bad. I'm not putting Texas in there. And they say, well, they got a really good, you know, strength of or game control. If they haven't beat anybody, shouldn't you have right. to beat anybody, beat somebody to, to kind of exactly. be there? Exactly. Exactly. So now I will say this about Michigan, Vince. They set Michigan up. Well, they, I don't think they set Michigan up. I'm comfortable with Illinois being at 16. And in fact, I would argue that Illinois deserves to be over Penn State, in my opinion, just because they've been more impressive in a lot of their wins than Penn State has. I mean, Penn State struggled with Northwestern. Now, again, Northwestern, it was in the rain. I get all that, but that was not an impressive win. But Michigan still has to play number 16, Illinois, and number two, Ohio State. So the reality is yeah. if Michigan wins out, they're going to get in. So it doesn't really matter and, where and, they are. And I will also say that if they do win out, they absolutely deserve to be in. So, I mean, they're poised. They're, I mean, they're fifth. If they take care of the games on their schedule, they're going to get in, and they would deserve to be in. I, I agree with that completely because at the very, you know – if we're just using logic, right? If Michigan beats Ohio State, they should jump Ohio State. And there you go. You're in the top four. And that's the goal is to be in the top four. Right. So, yeah, I have no problem with that. And and Michigan has, has won the games that they've played. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and they, the one ranked team that they played, they beat the crap out of them. Because Penn State, I don't sure. think, is that great of a, of a football team, right? Right. So, it's all, I mean, look, let's be honest. It's all going to come down to the last game of the season when Ohio State plays Michigan. Winner goes, See, loser is out. But see, here's the not necessarily, and that's the problem I have. Because you have them that's ranked too high, be. I yeah. agree with you. But if they go out and be a little beat Illinois, who I mean, if Michigan's two and Ohio State's one, which is you know, or two and three, which is possible because hey, look, we're always talking about these rankings. Somebody's probably getting knocked out this weekend, or at least get knocked down because Tennessee and Georgia sure. play each other, right? Alabama at six plays LSU at ten. So Two top 10 teams are guaranteed to lose this weekend. True. Guaranteed to lose this weekend. Yeah. And if Alabama loses, they're out of the top 10. Sure. Should be. But should you, be. You never know. Well, they, know. Lost they lost the number 10 team in the SEC. country. You know? Yeah. Right. A, no, a top 10 SEC team. Sure. Coach ever. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, but, you know, Mich- Michigan does have chances. And if, if Michigan were to beat Ohio State, that they would then get a, a Big 10 West game, which right now might be a rematch against Illinois. Yeah, could be. Because Illinois basically just got to win what, one or two more games against not very good teams to clinch the West. Right. Because yeah. they're two games up right now on everybody else in the West. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'll say this. <laughs> Looking at this ranking, it just makes me even more pissed off that Notre Dame lost to Stanford and Marshall. I know. just like, dude, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> if Notre Dame's sitting there with one loss, I mean, okay. They, they'd be. At, I mean, at we can play this game if you want to. You're right. They would be. They'd be ranked higher than Bama right now if they were seven and yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. Because, because they'd have they'd have to two Ohio top State. twenty-five wins. They'd have a close loss yeah. to the number two team in the country. Right. Whereas LSU, or, you know, ah, uh, you know, I mean, Tennessee also had a close loss, or Alabama had a close loss number one, but then Notre Dame would have two True. wins over top twenty-five teams, and Alabama, and Alabama would, would have, have one. one. And both yeah. of Notre Dame's wins would have been over teams that are ranked higher than the best team for Alabama. So right. at best, at best six, at worst seventh. Is that fair to say? Yeah, seventh absolutely. Three. Absolutely. But uh, man, that's the reality we should be living in, but you know, yeah. here we are. So it's frustrating. <laughs> it's very it's frustrating. frustrating. UCLA, Vince, that's one we glossed over. I think UCLA is too low. I agree uh, with you and completely. Look, and not just the resume, but they've looked good in their wins. They dominated Washington, they dominated Utah, 
I mean, that was Utah's most con- – I mean, Utah should have beat Florida. I mean, Utah had every chance in the world to beat Florida. They beat USC. U- UCLA beat them from start to finish. Now, the final score is 42-32, to 10-point win, but I'm going to look this up. If I remember correctly, Vince, didn't Utah score last? I believe Utah scored last in that game to make it – to oh, make to the get score the, the, the bigger margin? Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking at this now. Yes. Utah scored last. They scored okay. with 30. They had an uh, here, they had an 80-yard interception return with 30 seconds left in the game. Why is UCLA throwing the ball with 30 seconds to go when you're up by I don't know. 17. I'm looking at this here now. Utah <laughs> never led in that game. Yeah. Now they got to three points in the fourth quarter. Then they they got to three points in the Let's see, it was seven to nothing, then seven to three. Then UCLA went right down the field and scored. Utah made it uh 14 to 10. UCLA went right down and scored. U- uh, Utah scored to make it 21-18. UCLA literally scored in their next possession. Utah made it 28-25. Utah or USC or uh excuse me, UCLA went literally two plays and 61 yards for a touchdown on the next drive and put the game away. So I mean it was a competitive game, but sure. UCLA literally led. Start to finish game. in that game. See, and just if, and outplayed them. As I'm looking at the rankings and where I would have things, right? I would have UCLA tucked in right behind Oregon, and I would have them above USC at the moment. Mm-hmm. At the moment. Right. And granted, they're going to play each other. So, I mean, that's going right. to play itself out. But right. I feel like, you know, they hand, not handily, but they, they beat Utah, and that's well, who USC lost to. To, and, to so, and, and Vince. You, uh, USC's only win over top 25 team was a 17 to 14 win at Oregon State in a game right. Oregon State had the ball in the USC territory three times in the fourth quarter and failed to score. Right. Whereas UCLA's only loss was to a much better, was to a very good Oregon team. Sure. But they dominated Utah State. Right. I mean, Utah, Utah. a team that Utah. beat UCLA, USC. Right. So I agree with you. I would have them higher. I think Oregon should be the top ranked Pac 12 team. I have no, no problem question. with that. Yep, no uh, problem with that. I, I I would under I would I would actually understand having Bama ahead of Oregon. I'd probably put Oregon ahead of Bama, but they lost by forty six to Georgia. That has See, to kind of that that has to kind of hurt you a little bit. Yeah. you have to punish them a little right. bit for that. And that's why because I I at first I was like, well, maybe Oregon should be above Bama. They got the same record, but then I'm like, well, no, because and they have a better win, the, right? The they have a better win. Yeah. Right, right. So Oregon, I mean, because yeah. it, 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 it's it's Oregon beat UCLA, who we just said should be a top ten team. They should definitely right. be over LSU. They should definitely be over Ole Miss. At worst, UCLA should be tenth. At worst, right. Oregon beat them convincingly, and and their overall resume is better than Bama's. But the the how bad they lost that game. And here's the thing, Vince. It wasn't even like you know it was one of those games that got away from them late. You know, it wasn't like, you know, it really wasn't that bad. Georgia scored 21 points in the fourth quarter off turnovers, and and it was a much more competitive game that. No, Georgia smashed them from start to finish. I mean, it was 28-3 to three yeah, at halftime. That, that game was I mean, ugly from yeah. the beginning, from the kickoff. Yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. was. It's like they didn't even show up. I mean, it, right. was, it was bad. Right. And they deserve to get knocked down, at least behind yes. Alabama, for that loss. Yes. No agreed. doubt about now, that. Because Alabama – Alabama's loss was on the road at the end to a Tennessee team, Tennessee team, number one, Tennessee, they had a chance to win. So yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I think 
you know, who you lost to should have a say. Yes. It just shouldn't get as much of a say as what the committee gave tonight. Right. That's my only issue with it. Right. No, I get so you that, that. that's that's something I, I didn't like. But UCLA should have been higher. So I would have State, three Pac-12 had U- teams. Three Pac-12 teams in the top 10. I would have. Is what I would have ended up having. Yeah, why no, not? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's right. what I've got. It's like, wow, right. okay. Pac-12 is bringing it this year. Yeah, they are. You know? And I would have I would have had Utah ahead of Kansas State. I mean, you look at their records. They're 6-2 and two records. Right. Uh, now, Kansas State is 1-2 and two against top 25 teams. Utah is 2-1. and one. Right. against top 25 teams. And and then one of Utah's losses was a game, honestly, they should have won against Florida. But, you know, they do have a loss to an unranked team, which, you know, matters. Sure. Penn State should not be there at 15. We talked about that. I mean, look, I know people say, well, North Carolina hasn't beat anybody. Well, they have the same number of wins over top 25 teams as Penn State does. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like – And well, Illinois. You know, I mean – Right. And Ole Miss, you know. Right, right. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I, I just think the SEC bias bothered me. I think the lack of respect for UCLA bothered me. The LSU ranking was just absurd. And again, this doesn't have anything to do with Brian Kelly. It's, I made a resume Everett, a, a, a resume argument. Right. There's nothing about their resume that should make them be a top ten team. Nothing. Agreed. And that's the that's the now again they'll have a chance to prove it this weekend. You know, look, they, they got Bama this weekend, so they can go yeah. out there, and if they beat Bama, then okay, different story. And, and we'll have a different conversation next right. week, and that's the fun of this right. show is that right. it changes week to week. You've got, like you right. said, there's two top ten matchups this weekend, so things are going to get shaken up, you know, after this, you know, a week from yeah. today. We're going to be talking about two top ten teams that lost, yeah. and what does that do to their resume? Where does that slot right. them? Who gets to jump them? And excuse me, all of that, you know, and hopefully we're talking about another top 10 team that lost to an unranked team. So that would be fun. Right. A couple more things, Vince. Uh, I want to bring a question up to you. We're going to go over what the 12 team playoff would look like in this format. But another question is somebody had said that uh, if, if the loser of Tennessee Georgia should be out, because if you can't win your division, you shouldn't be in the playoff. I completely disagree with that. I don't, don't, it's about getting the four best teams. Now we might argue what best means, Sean and I had this discussion last night. Sean's like, you know, who would beat Bama? Well, th- that doesn't mean you're the best. Otherwise, you can never not have Bama in the final four, in the top four. Because right. they're always one of the foremost talented teams in the country that could beat anybody on any given Saturday. You know, but to me, if you are the two best teams based on resume, so like let's say, you know, what we're, the game's at Georgia, right? If I remember correctly, the game's at Georgia. I think that's accurate. So let's say Tennessee goes on the road. And loses to Georgia in a just a barn burner, just a great game. They lose to the defending national championship by a field goal. They finish eleven and one. Georgia finishes thirteen and zero. I'm going to have a hard time believing still that there's two other teams better than Tennessee. So again, it's about the four best teams. I think that there some of this arbitrary stuff. Where you got to win your division. You you know you got to win the conference. You know. So we're going to put Penn State in the playoff in 2016 because they won the Big Ten. A Penn State team that lost to Pitt and lost to Michigan. What was it like, forty-nine to fourteen or forty-nine to ten or something like that that year? No, they won the Big Ten. I don't care. They weren't yeah, one of the right. four best teams. Ohio State was one of the four best teams that year. Yes, yeah, I mean, I don't were. like it. Yeah, they lost to Penn State head to head. They didn't win the Big Ten. Okay, but they were still one of the four best teams. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, if now look, 
if another team has a similar record and they are just as impressive and they won their division and they won this conference championship, then yeah, that's going to be one of the things that could weight you, but it's not an automatic disqualifier for me. Right. Is my point. Like, let's say that Tennessee loses to Georgia and goes 11 and one. Let's say Clemson this weekend loses to Notre Dame at Notre Dame and then run wins the rest of the big 12 or, or ACC. Is Clemson going to have a more impressive resume than Tennessee would at that point in time because they won the ACC? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it, it's something that would be worth debating. Sure. You know, because, you know, Clemson would have some quality wins and the ACC is getting better and they'd probably have a win over a, a good North Carolina team at the end, that kind of thing. But it, it's at least debatable, right? Same thing if Michigan and Ohio State. Let's just say hypothetically, Vince, that Michigan would have played a normal Michigan schedule. And they had a win over Notre Dame, and they played a Colorado, a good Colorado team, like they did one year. And they, then they, they did, and then they lost to Ohio State. Perfect example: 2006, Michigan loses at Ohio State late in the year. Right. If a four-team playoff that year, I'd have had Ohio State, I'd have had Ohio State and Michigan in the playoff that year. Now Michigan would have been my fourth, you know, three or four seed, but they were clearly right. two of the best teams in college football that year, in my opinion. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it would have been Ohio State, Florida, Michigan, and I'd have to go back and look at the standings from that year. But I, I, there's definitely a good chance I would have had them in there. Let me let me go back and look and see what the rankings were that year. Wouldn't have had an ACC team in there. Wouldn't have had Oklahoma in there. Louis, wouldn't have had Louisville in there over Michigan. You could maybe argue Wisconsin, maybe. you know. But if you go back and look at the regular season, I'm, I'm going through it now. I, I, there's nobody else I can justify being in there over them you know usc that year beat michigan in the rose bowl people say that well you know usc beat michigan in the rose bowl i don't care that was played after the season usc lost usc had two losses they lost to oregon state and in, in, in ucla right they, they didn't belong in there so you just kind of go through it if you're one of the two best teams you're one of the two best teams that's all there is to it that's all there is to it for me and so uh i don't think it's an automatic disqualifier vince my opinion i don't know what your thoughts are on that. no I, I i'm a very much a if i'm watching a team i want the best teams in there period and right. discussion i don't care about conference championships necessarily unless that is a box checker for right. who the a, better team tiebreaker type right, right. Exactly. exactly i don't care if you're a conference champion that doesn't that doesn't mean anything if you have if the two best teams in the country happen to be in the same division right. one's not going to the conference championship Right. So I don't like that having to be a precursor for everything. I just don't like that. Now, the 12-team playoff, I don't have a problem with it making you a higher-ranked team as long as that other team is in there, right? I, You know, mm-hmm. if that's going to, you know, conference champions can only be the top five, you know, or whatever the thing is right. for the top 12, right, uh, the 12-team right. playoff, I'm okay with that because at least the team's in there and they have a shot at winning it. That That's right. where I'm at. Here would be a possible exception to the rule that I just said. Okay. A possible exception for me would have been like 2011 when LSU and Alabama were the two best teams in the SEC. They ended up playing for the national championship. The difference, however, is LSU went to Alabama and beat Alabama. If if Tennessee beats Georgia, I'm going to be a little less forgiving of Georgia than I would Tennessee since it's a road game for Tennessee. Sure. The other thing that matters to me too is the convincingness of the victory matters. It does. If it's a convincing 17-point Georgia win, 
that's going to have a much bigger impact for me, no matter what Tennessee does the rest of the year, than if Absolutely. it's a barn burner that's a legitimately well. And when I say 17, I mean a legitimate 17, not one of those things where they put a couple on the board, you know, late. You have to go for the go for it on fourth down. You don't get it. They punch it in to go up 10. Right. You throw a pick six with three seconds left. They win by 17. We all watched the game. It was a much closer game right. than that. But if it's a game where you're clearly not the better team, I don't think you should get in. And that's well, going to always be the thing yeah. that, that that's going to hurt Oregon this year, Vince. Absolutely. No matter what Oregon does. Shellacked. Destroyed. Yes. Destroyed. And that hurts. And right. and when I'm looking at two teams, that is going to be a determining factor well, for me, just like it was here. I'm going to present this scenario for you, Vince. Okay. Georgia runs the table and does exactly what they've been doing now, which is – I mean, Oregon, for the most part, Vince has been very convincing in their wins. They are they're seven and one. They've got a win over a, a, a UCLA team that you and I think should be in the top ten. Yeah. They they have to play Utah. They have to still have to play Utah, right? That's yep. another yep. really good team that they have yep. to play. Yep. Uh, so they would have a that would give them a, a really highly ranked win. And then the Pac-12 this year, Vince got rid of divisions. Oh, so it's so, just top two teams. There's a good chance they would then play USC, USC yeah. in or UCLA, or UCLA, you know, uh, in in the championship game. Let's say they win that game convincingly, seventeen yeah. point win over USC. Yeah, Tennessee loses to Georgia this weekend by a touchdown, ten points, whatever. Okay, Tennessee goes eleven and one. They they finish the season. Uh, let's see who 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 does Tennessee? They got Georgia. So let's say Tennessee loses to Georgia this weekend in a, a, a seven point game. Right? They have Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt left. And let's say Georgia runs the table and they win the SEC. Okay, you're sitting here. Let's say Ohio State runs runs the table. Say okay, Clemson runs the table just for all arguments. They're sake. undefeated. Or no no no. Okay. Let's say Notre Dame beats Clemson. They're out. Okay. TCU They're out. runs the table. Okay, Ooh. so that's two. Georgia's in. TCU is in. There's no way an undefeated Big 12 team this year is not in for me. The I Big 12 is too good. So right. let's say TCU is in, and then let's say uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of. So you got the Ohio State runs the table. So Big Ten's in, the yeah. SEC champ is in, and the Big 12, Big champ, 12 is in. champ is in. Then you have a 12 and one Pac 12 champ against an 11 and one second best team in the SEC team in Tennessee, common opponent. One got beat by 46, the other got beat by in a neutral field, the other got beat by seven to ten on the on the home field. You're gonna tell me that in that scenario, Georgia or Oregon deserves to be in over Tennessee. No way. I'm gonna have a hard time accepting that, Vince. No way. Because and- of just how bad that, that loss was. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And I have to say that Clemson would still be in the conversation as a one-loss ACC champion. Even though they lost to Notre Dame, sure, they would still be in the conversation. I would take Tennessee over Clemson, right? But they would still be in the yeah. conversation. Here's here's the thing that would have to be interesting on that because because you let's say let's say they go on the road. Here here's what would have to happen. How would a one loss Clemson who loses to Notre Dame get in? 
couple things would have to happen. Number one, they would need Notre Dame to run the table. Absolutely. Because if Notre Dame beats USC and Clemson, Notre Dame's in the top 20, if not the top 15. By the end, we've seen three lost teams be a borderline top Absolutely. 10. Notre Dame would not belong as a borderline top 10 team. You no. lost to Marshall and Stanford. No, so and I'm, not I'm, I'm simply making be. the point that we have seen that before. They would right. definitely be top 20 to 15 if they beat both of those teams, right? So you look at it that way. I think they would need Notre Dame to win out, which would make that quality of loss impressive. Right. They would have to obviously win out. That's a no-brainer. But here's right. the other thing that would get interesting, Vince. They play last game of the year. They play a home game against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina has at Vanderbilt, at Florida left. If South Carolina can somehow win those two games, there's a good chance South Carolina's ranked when they go play Tennessee. And then the next week after they play Tennessee, they go to Clemson. Mm. So back-to-back weeks, you're going to see those two teams play against South Carolina. That could be a, one of those final determining factors. You'd have the conference championship for, for Clemson plus that head-to-head potential win. So if if you're Clemson, you basically have to match the margin of victory, if not more so, when you play South Carolina. Yeah. So it could get really interesting, really interesting, Vince, to see how this, this whole thing plays out. Yeah. There's Look, this is not – going to be the final standings okay let's be real clear on that uh -uh. (laughs) i don't i don't think it can really yeah there's no way there's no way well there's 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 i mean right now all four of those teams control their own destiny but that changes after this weekend right because of yeah i mean each other i mean there's too many common opponents i mean they play each other so that's i mean right now to me there's there's only six teams that control their own destiny tcu Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, and TCU. Yeah. Those six teams all control their own destiny. Now, because right, they're the undefeated Tennessee, ones. Right. Tennessee has to play Georgia. Ohio State has to play Michigan. So two of those are going to get knocked out. Correct. Somewhat. Potentially. And then there's actually not. Then there were four. Right. <laughs> and, and that's assuming they, they all yeah. run the table. Of course. Right. So it's going to be fascinating. Here's also something that's fascinating, Vince, is I went through and I did the rankings for what the or the kind of the, the seeding for what the college football playoff would look like at 12 teams. So number one would be Tennessee. These yes. would be the four buys. Tennessee at number one. Okay. Ohio State at, at number These two. Are your rankings, correct? This is Brian's no, no. rankings. Going off of the college football playoff. Oh. Well, I'll put this right? to the side then. Right. <laughs> we'll do that next, Vince. But okay. I'm just gonna because I want because you did all that. I, I want to see that. This is just this is the one for for them. You'd okay. have Tennessee in at one, Ohio State in at two. You'd have you'd have Clemson and TCU. Because right now we're going with Georgia being the second SEC team. You can't have two oh, teams from the same conference that. in the top four because right. it's only champs. So let's just say Tennessee's the champ based on what the ranking is right now. Okay. Right. Then your five would be Georgia. Your six would be Michigan. Bama would be seven. Cause again, TCU leaped up to that four spot. Well, not, they wouldn't necessarily be fourth, but they would be, but one that's of the where they would be in the five. ranking because of, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So Alabama would be seven, Oregon would be eight, USC nine, LSU 10, Ole Miss 11. And then Tulane would get a game against Georgia. Cause they're the highest ranked because they're the five. highest ranked non. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah. So you'd have Georgia against Tulane, Michigan against Ole Miss, Alabama against LSU, which would be a rematch, and then USC against Oregon. Now, the interesting thing about this is there's no way it plays out this way, 
because of how many times these teams have to play each other. Alabama has to play. Like, there's literally two games in there where for USC and Oregon to both be eight, nine at the end, they have to both win out and they're playing each other in the big Pac 12 title game. So it could happen. So it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of shakeup, man. This is going to be a really fun November. Yeah. Because you look at all the games. So, like, Tennessee has to play Georgia, then potentially Bama. Again, think about that. Tennessee, yeah. what do you do if you're with Tennessee if they lose a rematch on a neutral field against Bama when they beat Bama at home? You know, it'd have to be depends on the, the, the score. You, you, Ohio State has to play two, has to play five, Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan also has to play number 16, Illinois. Georgia has to play number one, Tennessee. They would also then potentially have to play Bama if they beat Tennessee. Right. Oregon still has to play. Uh, Oregon still has to play Utah, and then and Oregon also still has to play right USC, either UC, either UCLA. rematch against UCLA yeah. exactly, yeah. yep exactly. And so there's going to be some interesting games there. LSU has to play obviously still has to play Bama. Yeah. Now here's the interesting thing: if LSU beats Bama, they are in control of their own destiny when it comes to the West because their one of their two losses was non-conference. So they'd be the only one loss team left in the West if they win at Arkansas and then at AM. It's the only two conference games you have left at Arkansas at AM. So LSU is in control of their own destiny when it comes to the SEC West title. And getting to the conference championship. Correct. Now, yeah. I don't see a scenario in which they're in the playoff. I just I don't. Right. Because let's say Clemson loses to Notre Dame. Clemson's 12 and 1. They have a common opponent. Clemson beat Florida State at Florida State, and LSU, LSU lost. lost to Florida State on a neutral field. Right, right. You know? And, and LSU's and, already got two losses. Correct. I mean, and Clemson dominated Florida State. We talked about that in our show earlier. I mean, it was 31 right. to, like, 14 at one point. Clemson's – Florida State scored with, like, a minute left to make it a six-point game. It, yeah. it wasn't, you know, that close of a game. North Carolina is going to – if they keep running the table – see, that's the thing for Clemson is they get Notre Dame and – there's a good chance they play a very highly ranked North Carolina team too, Vince, because North Carolina right now, they're seven and one. You look at the rest of their schedule. They've got at Virginia this weekend. They're not very good. Then they have at Wake Forest, home against Georgia Tech, home against NC State. There's a good chance and North Carolina is going to be very highly ranked. If they I think they can beat Wake Forest. I do. I mean, if, if you watch North Carolina, if play Louisville lately, can beat Wake Forest convincingly. Their defense is getting a lot is getting better. North Carolina's yeah. defense has gotten a lot better since they played Notre Dame. They have not they have not given up. Uh, let's see, they gave up 20, 10 to Virginia Tech, twenty four to Miami, thirty five to Duke. Although I believe Duke scored late in that game. Isn't it funny that we're talking about a team that gave up twenty four and thirty five is getting better on defense? That's how bad their defense yeah. was uh, <laughs> during the season. But uh, let's. I want to find that. Of course, I I type in uh, North Carolina Duke box score. It gives me a bunch of basketball games. Of course, it I don't does. care about all that. Uh, but Duke scored with Duke scored two fourth quarter touchdowns. Um, so it, it it wasn't. They actually took a fourth quarter lead, and then North Carolina scored with 16 seconds left. But and then they went back the next week and they held Pitt to 24. So they've gotten better on defense. Wake Forest to me hasn't gotten better on defense. They're really bad on defense. So I would I would think that that uh North Carolina's got a shot to run the table. At worst, I think Carolina's 10 and 2. And they would win the coastal because they'd only have one conference loss. So because their other loss would be to Notre Dame. Right. So Clemson will have uh, if if Notre Dame can run the table, 
Clemson's going to have a really impressive resume with potentially uh, four four wins over ranked teams, and then their loss would be to a top 15-ish, top 20-ish Notre Dame team if Notre Dame runs the table. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun month, Vince. A very fun gonna month. Be, and yeah, we talked going to be great. We talked all this trash about Texas, right? And how they shouldn't be in right now. Well, Texas is going to get their shot. They play at Kansas State this weekend. They got home against TCU the next weekend. So it's going to sort itself out. They're either going to be deserving to be in because they win those games or they're going to be knocked out. It's going to be as simple as that. So that's what I love about college football, man. It is settled on the field. Yeah. There's no really is So what is your 12, Vince? What would be your 12? So what you would do if Vince D'Addario was the the king of college football. He could do whatever he wants. Give me the title. But but who can be in charge, then so can I. I'm the grand emperor of college football. So I'm going to tell you, (laughs) it has to be 12. Okay. The top four conference winners get the top so i mean the format oh, so we're doing the same. okay I, yeah. I just ranked my top 12 okay. so i didn't do okay then let's let's do yeah, that then. for november okay. 1st like this isn't okay. how i think it's going to end right. up obviously right. so this is how i've got it right now so number one tennessee number two ohio state number three georgia number four clemson number five michigan Number six, so real quick, you had the top four in exact order. You were, you not only liked the top four, you thought it was in the exact order that it should be in of mm-hmm. the committee. I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so six go back TCU. to five because I kind of cut you off after that's four, okay. So that's my that's my fault. You don't need to apologize when I cut you off. <laughs> I was five is the meat chickens, six TCU, seven Alabama, eight Oregon, nine UCLA, 10 USC. 11 Ole Miss and 12 Utah. The only one that I would really push back against you on is having Ole Miss in there. That's fine. I just, I can't have a team in the top 12 that beat zero ranked opponents. I just, I can't, I can't. Now the other thing that I would, I would, I would want to kind of do a resume stack up is TCU and Michigan. Cause here, here's the interesting thing. If you look at the strength of record, TCU is third in strength of record. Michigan, Michigan is seventh. seventh. Yeah. Although I would argue there's a lot more than seven teams that could be, you know, where where they are. So, yeah. Uh, somebody just said, uh, Brian just wants to hear Vince say Michigan. Vince won't say Michigan. He'll <laughs> say meat chicken all the time. Yeah, that's been I would say you could make a case that TCU deserves to be in over – over now, I know that Michigan had that one convincing win over Penn State, but weren't they losing for a decent chunk of the first half? It was a, I mean, they should have been up. They had a couple bad breaks, but I think you know you look at the ten point win that Kansas State had over or TCU had over Kansas State plus the win over Oklahoma State. I just think overall their resume is a little better than Michigan's, but it's it's you know, tomato tomato. It doesn't really change a whole lot, right? You know, I would simply just say TCU six, Michigan seven, okay. or I mean TCU five, Michigan six. Excuse right. me. Gotcha. But so after flip, that, like, flipping those two, I was right. yeah, and I was really, I was really tempted to put Oregon over Bama because I think they have better wins. But that I just can't get over that forty nine. Can't get over the loss. Man. That's my yeah. issue too. I yeah, I can't. I, I would, I would probably have. I, I like that you had UCLA over USC. That was good because they have better. I mean, they have more convincing wins than yep. USC. Yep. I like that one. Good call on that one, Vince. You know, if I were to drop Ole Miss out though, it, it would be a little bit of a tough call on who to put See, in there. That was my you biggest know? issue today. Like as of right, right now, they're eight and one. Number one, they've got more wins than anybody else in college football, right? Now I no, I know they've I'm got just, as many as many as many wins. as okay. Because they're eight and one, but 
And Tennessee, and Ohio no State, teams. Georgia, yeah. Clemson, Michigan, and TCU are all eight. eight played nine. more games. Right. But they have a loss. There we go. Right. So right. I I they were on the verge for me, and then I'm but I'm looking at all the teams that are below them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, who deserves to jump them at this point in the season? Well, see, now, you miss somebody. Who did I miss? You miss you'd have to have Tulane in there. Because again, I have you have to have, oh, you have to okay. go by the rules. And see, that's of, what I wasn't even right. doing anyway. So right. if if I was doing that, I mean, hey, Tulane has more top twenty wins than Mole Miss does, Vince. I mean, you know what I mean. So it's okay, like you're not wrong. I get that. <laughs> I'm not wrong at all. I just I just made my top twelve differently. I just yeah. ranked my the top so the twelve I'm helping top you, teams. But I'm helping you. So, so who, would you, who would you take out? Okay, so you take out Ole Miss between, and you put in Tulane. It's it's between Utah and and uh, and Ole Miss as to who I would take right. out. And it would be a toss-up for me at this point, to be honest. I would go Utah. Utah has better I would, wins. I would keep Utah in over Ole Miss, to your point right there. I care more about who yeah. you beat. Sure. And right now, Ole Miss can't – you can't tell me that Ole Miss is good based on who they beat. Sure. Oops. You can only say, hey, I like how they play. Right. Okay, that's fine. But how they play had them losing to Vanderbilt for a chunk of that game. It had them, you know, getting outplayed by by Auburn at times. It had them barely beating Kentucky. Without Chris Rodriguez, I just I'm just not impressed by by Ole Miss. They have to beat somebody. Utah's got a bad loss, but they've also got some really good wins on their resume. And and one of their wins was very convincing. I mean, they're they're one over Oregon State. That's 42 to 16. You know that was a that was a very convincing win. Would you consider? Would you consider either Illinois or North Carolina? Because see, they have the same problem. They don't have any good wins. Right. No. Yeah. And, right. You know, and and Ole Miss's loss is better than North Carolina's loss. They lost to LSU. Uh, North Carolina top, lost another day. Team. Yeah. Well, right. Here's the thing. LSU does not belong anywhere near the top ten, but they do belong. They In do the deserve rankings. to be ranked higher than Notre Dame. Absolutely. Right. No question I mean, about it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, their two losses were to a a quality Florida State team, who's better than Florida State Marshall, and their other loss was to. Uh, 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 the number one team in the country. Now it was an embarrassing loss, but I mean that's that's what Brian Kelly yeah, does. Number right? one, but still, yeah, exactly. You know, Notre Dame was more. You, you, I, I this is what Kelly did for years. Well, Notre Dame's loss to number two was a lot more convincing or a lot more competitive than LSU's loss to number one. I don't care who'd you beat, right? right? Exactly. Well, LSU has a top twenty-five win, a convincing because yeah. I don't like Ole Miss, but they belong in the top twenty-five for sure, and they smacked them. They smacked them. They went on. They they beat them by twenty five, and it wasn't really that close. I mean, it was no, a convincing twenty five point win over early. So so LSU deserves to be in the top top twenty. I just wouldn't have them in the top twelve. But they right. could change if LSU beats Alabama. They immediately jump in the top twelve. For Absolutely, me. and I would have no have problem with really that. Good wins. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Yeah, you know, it would be poisonous yeah. coming out of my mouth. But right. that. But again. I'm I'm you know throwing my hatred for LSU and for Michigan out there, but I still have still have them ranked where I would have them ranked regardless yeah. of who their coach is. Like that, you know, right. I am mature enough to do that. You know what I mean? But I I still yeah. don't think from a resume standpoint that LSU belongs in the top twelve. I just don't. If they right. beat Alabama, yeah, yeah, they do. Right, but not right now. Yes, yes. I'd probably have them. I so somebody said all podcasts should put a top twenty. I put a top twenty five together every week. I haven't done one for this one this week yet, uh, but I'd I'd have had LSU in the top twenty, no doubt, like nineteen or twenty probably to me, uh, maybe seventeen to twenty is about yeah. where I would have them. 
That's fine. Uh, you know, maybe even a little higher because I, I haven't factored in like Penn State losing, you know, some other teams like that losing, but they'd be in like 16 to 20 range for me. Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd be, you know, Syracuse would fall below them this week. But again, Syracuse, because here's the thing, Syracuse has two better losses than, than LSU, but again, they haven't beat a top 25 team yet. LSU has a top 25 win. So right. I'm not hating on LSU like they shouldn't be in the top 25, but they just definitely should be t- should be 10. Beating Ole Miss is not the justification to vault you all the way up to 10 because Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody. You know, so uh, that that would be my thing is I just I, – I, so I'm, I'm with you on Tennessee, number one, just because I think their strength of schedule is, a little, is, is certainly tougher than Ohio State's. I think Ohio State's probably right now the best overall team, uh, but it's them in Tennessee – but it's really hard to gauge Ohio State because they just haven't played anybody since the right. Notre Dame game, and they and didn't look that good against Penn All State. Ten teams that's why, to me, Tennessee this past weekend leaped Ohio State. I'd have told yeah. a week ago I'd have had Ohio State probably as right. the best. I team. agree with you, but they they did not play. They did not look good against Penn State in in Tennessee. I mean, look, what's different than Tennessee playing at LSU and Ohio State playing at Penn State? There is no difference. They're very similar teams. Well, Tennessee destroyed LSU at LSU, and Penn State or Ohio State was losing in the fourth quarter. Right, Depends. And they State. put up some scores at the end to make it right. more convincing that the actual right. game it was, was a hard-fought competitive game. But they won. I mean, so, that's the difference between yes. one and two. Right, I mean, but that's why they should be two, and Tennessee should be absolutely. one. Absolutely, right? and yeah. that, and that, yes, absolutely correct. Yeah, I would have Georgia number three, but I would think long and hard about having Clemson number three because again, if we're just looking at resume, Clemson's got a better resume. But I test, with the exception of the 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 Missouri game. Georgia's has looked better to me than Clemson. Their defense has been better than Clemson's, and their offense is better than Clemson's. They just played like garbage against Missouri. They just they just did. They didn't show up to play that day. They've also got some really impressive blowout wins on their resumes resume as well. So I would do that. I'd go TCU five, Michigan six, and and honestly, I I think there's a bit of a drop off after the top six for me. Yeah. I mean, resume wise and every other way, Bama six or Bama seven. Oregon eight. I like UCLA being nine. Um, you know, I'm USC 10. And again, there's a, there's a big gap between 10 and six. And and really there's a big gap between nine and 10 and seven for me. I mean, I still think Alabama significantly better than UCLA and USC. Right. Significantly better than those teams. There's no doubt. Uh, I'd probably have Utah next and then I'd have Tulane 12th because I would honor the. the right. Highest right. Power. So now next week, I know yeah. that I have to have my group of five in there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll do it that way as opposed to just yeah. a straight up top twelve. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And now, yeah. obviously, for Notre Dame, they get a chance to play the number four team in the country this weekend. Yeah. And as long as as North Carolina and Syracuse can win, Syracuse plays at Pitt. I'm not quite sure. I forget where North Carolina. Who I just at Virginia, right? Isn't that who yeah. I said North Carolina yeah, plays? I think they play good. at Virginia, who stinks. Yeah. As long as they can avoid an upset against at Virginia this week, yeah, they play at Virginia, then they're at Wake Forest. Syracuse has to go on the road. Hopefully, can they can beat Pitt, who's four and four. <clears throat> then Notre Dame would have three wins over top twenty-five teams, and I think that would vault them into the top twenty-five. If Notre Dame loses this weekend, then we're not having a top twenty-five conversation about them the rest of the way. Yeah, so it's not not even worth eight and four again, and with losses to Marshall and Stanford, you know, like if you look resume-wise, a win over Syracuse, win over Carolina, win over Clemson. Right. That can overcome the bad losses, but when you also lost to the two when you lost to the two best teams you played and you lost to Marshall and Stanford, I don't care who else you beat. 
No, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant at that point. It's Motor City Bowl or bust. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit better bowl than that, but I don't don't think there's a tie in there. At that Uh, point, I just uh, want it to be within driving distance. Yeah. Yeah. Pinstripe Bowl, Vince. We'll be driving to New York City. Yeah. Uh, So not flying to New York. We'll drive there. It's all good. Uh, That way I can, I won't even tell you what what, what the advantage of driving. I'd be better protected. I'll just say that. Let me get into New York. Um, the crime going on in that place. So, Vince, that was a fun show, man. Uh, yeah, that's good. We did have a super, one one quick super chat from ND Nation. Thank you for the super chat. Can we imagine this team with Caleb and Bryce, et cetera? No, not really. I mean, this is the team they have, right? I mean, look, their name would be pretty good, but quarterback's not the only reason they lost those games. Right. Are those two quarterbacks good enough to overcome it? Uh, to a degree. To a degree, sure. But Caleb Williams is not, to me, in the same conversation as Caleb, Bryce Young, no. And CJ Stroud and Hendon Hooker yet. He he no. he can get there, but he's not there yet. No, he's not. He's he's Sorry. definitely not there yet. He's a good football player, very yeah. talented football player. But his game needs a lot of maturity. A lot yeah. of maturity. And um, you know, I mean, to me, Vince, he he you know, he as good as he's been, he, he hasn't been great in some of the better teams they've played, you know, wasn't very good against Oregon State. You know, he was, he had some, he had some, his numbers were great against Utah, but he also had some really big misses in that game, too. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's been, and and he was not, he was not good at all against Washington State. And that was a much closer game than the final score dictated. But he did look very good against Arizona this past weekend. So, um, but yeah, Notre Dame would be obviously a better team with those guys at quarterback. There's no doubt about that. But they'd still have the same issues, offensive coordinator, they still have the same issues. You know, first two games in offensive line, they still have give up big plays on defense. You know, there'd still be some of those things would exist, but it would be nice to it would be nice to have that kind of quarterback in Notre Dame. So yeah, you know, maybe maybe they'll get maybe they'll get one in the twenty twenty four class. You know, maybe CJ Carr can be that guy. Sure. You know, we'll, we'll find out. So uh, it'd be nice to see Notre Dame start to do that. So anyway, that's going to do it for tonight's show, Vince. Tomorrow, yeah. uh, one o'clock, Ryan Roberts and I will be back. Uh, we will talk about the matchup of Notre Dame and Clemson, statistical matchup, and then the on-field matchup. We'll do Notre Dame run game against Clemson run defense, and then so forth and so on down the line. Tomorrow, Vince, are you going to be on the show tomorrow? Or is J- so it'll be you and Sean Styers tomorrow at 6 p.m. on mailbag, the Ivy Nation Sports Talk, Wednesday mailbag. So you'll definitely want to tune in for that. Thursday, we'll have keys to victory, and then Sean and Jesse – We'll have the Thursday night show at 6 o'clock. Friday, we'll have our prediction show. And then Saturday at 10 a.m. till noon, Vince and Sean Stiers will have the IB countdown to kickoff. So we have a ton still left for you this week. So, Vince, before we go, you know what they need to do, man. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. I know the like button is lame. Make sure you hit the like, not the dislike, because they're, like, right by each other now. Oh, are they really? The new lame YouTube format Uh, that they have out now. Sign up for the message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Definitely give that a shot. I think you'll really enjoy it. Check out our website at irishbreakdown.com. And also subscribe to the CFB Nation podcast. So the guys for CFB Nation, Bill Bender and Bill Trochi from Sporting News, are actually recording their uh, uh, post-rankings top 25 and their preview of this next week's big games tonight. So we'll have those out in the next couple days. So definitely subscribe to that as well. So for Vince, I'm Brian. Thank you for joining us so much on this Irish Breakdown podcast.